Right. Um, Lamed Aleph on the base, three lines from the bottom. Lamed Aleph on the base. Have you all sobered up? Three lines from the bottom. Four lines. Three. Three lines. Lamed Aleph Omer Beis. The Omer of Lozer. Omer of Lozer, yeah? Okay, everyone? Right. The Omer of Lozer. Says Chana spoke very strongly, very strongly, good evening, spoke very, very strongly towards Hashem. I mean, you could even say, as it were, a little bit disrespectful. Why? Because it says, Vatispaleo al Hashem. And she davened against Hashem. Normally it should say, Vatispaleo el Hashem. Once Vatispaleo al Hashem. So she prayed against Hashem. This teaches it, each teaches us that she stroke, spoke in a very strong way, without the proper, a bit disrespectful to Hashem. And the Mashor explains in which way we're at um, Victor three lines, three lines from from the Lamadala from the base, three lines from the bottom. Omar the Mashah explains in which way did Chana speak disrespectfully to Hashem. If you recall last week or the week before, whenever it was, that she said that the Posse said Imra'i Tira, the double Loshan. And the Gemara learnt from that, Imra'i, if you give me a baby, fine. If not, I will make myself like a Saita, I will seclude myself, <laughs> etc. And I will force you to get me a baby. So that was one reason that was a bit disrespectful. You don't speak like that to Hashem. And the other thing we learnt last week was that she said, the, the dadim, the breasts that I have, what use are they, you know, for what use are they gonna be if not to nurse, not to feed with? That was another way of, of, of sort of forcing Hashem, listen, if, if you've given me, you know, what a lady needs to feed, therefore, uh, you gotta give me a baby. So that was also a little bit disrespectful, that's what the martial explains. Yeah. I mean, why? Yeah, yeah. Because, well, because <laughs> it, it, the Gemara said, if you, you this was because uh, it says the Chanahima Daberis al Libo on her heart. So, what is the part that is yeah. on her heart yeah, is the breasts. That's why. That's why the Gemara came to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the, the reason why the Mashor says that is because in the Gemara it doesn't explain why she spoke disrespectful. What was it that she said that was disrespectful to Hashem? So the Mashor explains. On Rebeloza, says Rebeloza, uh, yeah, Rebeloza, Elio as well spoke in a disrespectful way to Hashem. Shenema, as it says, and you have turned their heart backwards. In other words, it was within your power, Hashem, to to make sure that they should direct their hearts to you, but you didn't. Now here we're talking about, in Malachim it says, the talk was Eliyahu, was at Ha'akamel, and a lot of the Klal Yisrael had gone over to the Baal, that was a sort of a, um, idol worship, and they put it to the test. And what they did was, they each offered up a bull on the Mizbeach, but they didn't apply any fire to it. Right, and they said whichever's side bull would be sort of consumed by the fire, <laughs> that would be shown to be the true person. 
and the, the Baal put the, uh, put the bull there, nothing happened. And with Elio, the fire did come. But he said to Hashem, Aneni, Hashem, Aneni, we had that in the earlier part of Brochus, right? And when he said, Aneni, Hashem, Aneni, he said, listen, it's partly due to your fault that these people became, went after the Baal. In other words, because you had it within your power to make them not do it. So that was also, that was one of the things that Elior said that was also disrespectful. Where do we know that Kodesh Baruch Hu agreed with Eliyahu? He did not consider it disrespectful. Because it says, It says, regarding many, many years later, means, I cause them to be bad. Alright? And, and therefore, he, as, as it were, he agreed with them. So the question is, the question is, if Akash agreed with Elio, why is Elio accused of being disrespectful to Hashem, or speaking strongly to Hashem? It was, it was the right thing. So the, the Rashbah answers as follows, that although Elio and Moshe Rabbeinu, as we shall see, were correct, they shouldn't have expressed it as a complaint. It's sort of the way that the wording is, listen, uh, you know, you can't punish them, it's your fault sort of thing. They expressed it as a complaint, <coughs> and that was a disrespect, that they shouldn't have done. But what they said was correct, Hakashbach will agree to it. And now we will see. Omar Abcham Abrab Khanina. Says Rabcham then Rabchanina, Ilmolo Shalashman Kras Halolu, if it would not be for the following three Pesukim, Nismajatu Raglayem shall sign Israel. That means the feet of the enemies of Israel, but that's euphemistic, it really means Israel. They, they, at the time of judgment, they wouldn't survive. They wouldn't survive the judgment, way not for these three psukim. And all these three psukim have got the same theme, meaning that Hashem planted the Yetzirah into them. And therefore, it's as it were, partly Hashem's fault, and therefore we've got something, we've got mitigating circumstances if we do something wrong. Okay, Chad, the first one is Dechsev Vashari. I see that was just the posuk that we quote, that we quoted. The Chad Dechsev and the second posuk is like this. It says, like the clay in the hands of the potter, which we say in Kondidre night. And then it says, Kain Atem Bayodi Beit Israel. So you're in my hand, house of Israel. So Hashem says that he could remove the Yet Sahara if he wanted to. That's what they learned, that the shot in that posit. The Khadzik seven, the third posit, which says, Vasiroi, Vasiroi says, Leva ever mibsachem, I will take away the stone heart from your flesh, and I'll give you a heart of flesh. Alright? It also means, refers to removing, I will remove the eight Sahara from it, within you. So in other words, these three Pesukim give a proof that Hashem planted the eight Sahara into people's hearts, if you want. And therefore, it's an excuse, it's a, a mitigation to allow Klal Yisrael on the Day of Judgment to turn around and say, well, look, hang on, it's not entirely our fault. You know, you gave us a, a yes or a pub. If it was, we'd be like free will. If what? If it was, we'd be like free will. Yeah, that's right. Rapopa Omar, Rapopa says, Mehocha, here's another puzzle. I will put my spirit within you, and I'll make it that you will walk in my statutes. In other words, I will force you 
to, to do whatever. It's the same idea that I'll take away the Yetzirah. Now, for Om Rabbeloza says Rabbeloza again, Moshe Tichtor and Kapalamala. Moshe as well, Moshe Rabbeinu, also spoke in disrespectful way to Hashem. Shenema, as it says. Vayispalo Moshe El Hashem. Moshe Davin to Hashem. This we're talking about the misanonim, the, the complainers. They were tired from the journey, etc., etc., and then, uh, wanted to kill them. And Vayispalo Moshe El Hashem, and Moshe Davin to Hashem, Altikri El Hashem. Don't say, El Hashem, he davened to Hashem, El Al Hashem, against Hashem. Right? Because she came to Bay Rebelezer ben Yaakov, Karna Alfin, Ainu la Ainin Alfin. Because it, they used to read in the Bay Rebelezer, they used to swap an Aleph for an Ayin. So an L can become like Al as well. So what does that say? No, so what we're saying is, so the Posik says, the Posik says, Al Tikri El Hashem. When it says Vaispala Masha El Hashem, Masha Dabn to Hashem, don't read it El, but read it Al, which means against Hashem. He spoke against Hashem. Oh. But we'll see, we'll see what, in which way he but spoke. And then, in this week's Sedri, he says, if you don't do what I say, Hashem, wipe me off from the oh, world. That's oh. also disrespectful. Very good. Oh, we're coming to that. We're coming to that. Yeah, many times. That's you mentioned. Right, very good. Why not? That shows if you can't say Tarish Bachim, you don't the, read the, me. The, 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 Gemari, the Gemari is going to discuss that. The Chaini is super fun. Danny's got a point, because it, it, it's in a way, it's like forcing his hands to say, listen, uh, you know, if you don't do what I want, then you might, you know, take me away. You can't, you know. But the Gemara is going to actually quote that posture, so let's, let's not. Ch- yeah, yeah. The Bey Rabbiana Omra Mehocha, the Bey Rabbiana said from the, the following place we see that Moshe was disrespectful. It says, V'dizahov. Dizahov, what happened was, in the first posuk, first few psukim of Devorim, it mentions all the places where the Bnei Yisrael were in the Midbar, and it alludes to the Averus that they did. Because it's Dizahov, doesn't really exist, it wasn't ever a place, it alludes to what they did. What was Dizahov? Dizahov means, well we'll see, the Gemara will explain. My Dizahov, what is meant by Dizahov? Dizahov means, Dizahov is from the word die. Enough, too much. Too much gold. Dizahov. I'm going to be a Rabbianai, they explain the friend of Rabbianai. This is what Moshe actually said to Akashbach, Rabbianishalaylam. Bishvil Kesevazov, Shishpatola, Hemli, Israel, Adsha Omru die. Who Goram Shahosa Egel? You right. gave, right. you gave yeah. the silver and gold when they came out of Misraim. Says Dabenob, Osnei Em, Yishlu Ishmael, Eir, Kleikesef, Klezov. Yeah, Kleikesef and Klezov, etc., etc. And not only that, yeah. they say that the Zav, the gold and silver that they got at the Bizas Hayam from the, what was on the Egyptians was even more than what was from Al Yisrael. Ah, good evening, good evening. So. So, so the point was, so Moshe Rabbeinu here is saying, you can't completely blame Kalal Yisrael yeah. that they made the golds out of. Where did they have all the gold from? You told them to take that gold. So therefore it's not entirely their fault. Right? Is that disrespectful? Is that, is that uh, what he's saying? That's disrespectful? Well, a, a little bit, yeah, because, uh, you know, you can't... Blaming you, Hashem you, rather than... Bl- you, yeah. you can't, you can't talk like that to Hashem yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. That, that's what that the Gomorrah seems to say. Pardon? No. Not at all. 
Because well, we'll see. No, yes, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll no, no, see. No, 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 I'm talking about. We're uh, we're uh, um we're just starting top of Lamad base. Lamad base, Lamad Olive. Nice to see. We're you. very weak people. Now Shem gives us yeah, that Yitzhara. That's right. But why blame the silver and gold? It's the individual that yeah. should be blamed, not the silver and gold. Yeah, but no, but without him giving the tools to do it, they couldn't have done it. Oh, I see. That's the point. We are t- how many lines are we from the top? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten, li- ten lines from the top. Lamad base on Oh, so wait a minute. It hasn't finished yet. It hasn't, hasn't finished. Omidabay they said to Rabbi that you can understand it with an analogy. A lion doesn't roar when it gets a basket of straw. Right? Why? Because it doesn't eat straw. Not interested. Only when it gets a, a basket of meat. Rashi says, a third line, Rashi down, en arinayam, that means, someach, that it's happy. Umish taga, it goes a bit wild, a bit delirious, you know, when it sees the meat. Umazik. And then it can start um, damaging other, other people, etc. In other words, when it gets a bit of, uh, what do you call it? When it gets a bit of Real straw, bad. when it gets a bit of straw, it, it doesn't mean anything to it. It sees a bit of meat, it gets gets very excitable, right? So we're saying like this. So so what's that got to do with it? So the same way, the same way, that's what Rashi says. So the same way that a lion gets excited when it sees meat... So, the Kalali Yisrael, they never would have roared or, or disobeyed Hashem and made the golden calf if they hadn't been given so much meat, i.e. if they hadn't been given so much gold and silver. It's the same, it's a sort of a moshel. Omer Avashia, moshel la'odam shahosalai poro kechushu abalasevorim. Another analogy. A person had a cow that was very thin and bony. Hechilo karshinin voisem avaetasbar. He fed it Karshinin is, is a very desirable animal food. It's some fodder from peas. I think it's called vetch in the, the actual English word. Right? And then it would kick him. On my loss, he said to it, Me Goram What caused you to kick me? Elo Karshinin The food that I gave you. Once I gave you that very desirable food, it got you all excited and then you kicked me. Similarly, Israel only did an Avera as a result of their, all the gold that Akash uh, gave to them, a third, a, a, a third moshel. A person had a son. He bathed him and he anointed him with him. He anointed him with oil. He really sort of mollycoddled him. He fed him and he gave him to drink. He put a purse. Of money on his neck, and he sat him down at the entrance of a house of prostitutes. What should that sin son do that he should not sin? It's obvious he's going to he's going to sin. You've given him all the sort of equipment, everything that he needs in order to uh, to sin. So therefore, as well, we're saying similarly. Hashem gave Israel all this gold and silver. And that, that kindness that he, that, that he gave them, that put them in the path of uh, temptation. Why does the Gomorrah need, need to bring three examples? The third one is the most powerful. Yeah. 
um, it, it seems to make the other two redundant. If you look at the Benya Yoda, he he gives gives the reason. I have not looked into the Benya Yoda, but I know that Benya Yoda discusses why it needs three examples. It's a, it's a, a very good question because they're all basically saying the same thing. But the third one is the most powerful. The third one is the most powerful. Yeah. Okay. Omra Omra Insha. This this idea that if you give somebody too much, they will rebel against you. This, this is an example of the same which they say, Mole Krese is an Abishi. If you fill the stomach, it's like it ranks amongst the, the evil. It will cause evil. Shinem, as it says, this is a posuk, which is a posuk in Hoshea. Right? What happened was, when Israel came to Eretz Israel, then they were given a lot of pasture, etc. Kamarisom Vayispol. It says, upon come to their pasture, they became satisfied. They were satisfied, their hearts grew haughty, and therefore they forgot me. In other words, you put temptation in their way, you gave them too much, like the, it's all equivalent to the gold and silver, you gave them too much, and they did bad things, they, they forgot. Ranachman says, the similar, all the same similar sort of idea. Your heart will become haughty, and you will forget Hashem. And the Rabbanon say the proof is from here. Again, he will eat. The Sovai will be satisfied. The Doshain will grow fat. And he will turn to Avadazara. A fourth thing, the same idea. Yishurun, meaning Kali Israel, they grew fat and they kicked. They said if you give them too much, that's what they're going to, going to do. Okay. We find the same sort of idea, you know, on, on, on Mavarach and Achadish, when we say the Hirotzen, if you look at it, it mentions the Chaim Shul Yerashamayim, it mentions it twice. It mentions it twice. And the question is, why does it have to mention it twice? Because in between, you've got Chaim Shul covered. You see? And if you have a Chaim Shul covered, then the Yerashamayim goes away. So it needs to mention after... Large of a covered, you should also have, have Yerushalayim as well. This is a proof, Menatera, that you should not become obese. <laughs> no. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It doesn't say rich, actually. Right? With all this, with all this, that Moshe Rabbeinu spoke, right, and he sort of, as it were, blamed Hashem because he gave so much gold to Kali Yisrael, that's why they built the Egal. Nevertheless, Hashem agreed to him. Where do we know this from? Because it says later on, the Kesef I gave silver and gold to them, but they use it for the Baal. Now that is actually that the Marshal says it refers to a different time, but it's the same principle. So therefore, that's why the Gemara uses it here. You know, you gave them all this gold, and therefore that's why they use it for that, right? Now, since we're talking about the Avera of the Ego, of the Golden Calf, therefore, there's certain Sukkim which are in the Pasha of the Ego, the Gomorrah discusses here now. Vadab Hashem Moshe Lech Raid. Go down. Now, if you look in the Posuk there, Lech Raid, he still stayed up there on the, you know, he was there for 40 days and 40 nights. When he says Lech Raid, he didn't go down. So what does it mean, Lech Raid? My Lech Raid. On Rebeloza, because a simple shot of Lechraid means go down the mountain. He came up the top of the mountain, go down, but you, you'll see there, it didn't go down. So on Rebeloza, on my life, Moshe, Moshe, Raid, Migdulosra. 
descend from your position of greatness. Not physically descend, but you, you shouldn't be the leader anymore. Why? The only reason why I gave you authority and greatness was for the sake of Yisrael. They needed a, a, a leader of your caliber. The of Yisrael Chotu, but now Yisrael has done the Avera with the Egel Azov. I don't have any need for you. Moshe lost all his strength, and he didn't even have the strength to speak to defend Yisrael. The Kevin Shomer afterwards it says, "Hereth me many of Ashmidim." Hashem says, "Release me, you know, let go of me, and I shall destroy them," which seems to be saying that Moshe Rabbeinu was sort of had it within his power. To, to, to protest against the destruction of Yisrael. It's like as he was holding on to him. He says, if you let me go, Ashmidim, I will destroy them. Ah, so Amamashim, Moshe said to himself, if I could shmoch who talks like that, because he wasn't literally holding on to Hashem. You can't hold on to Hashem. But Hashem put those words in such a way to say, Doctor, say, this matter depends on me. In other words, he's telling me that I can intervene on Yisrael's behalf. Immediately strengthened himself in Tzvila and he pleaded for Rachamim for Yisrael. That's why it's not disrespectful. Yeah, that's what we said before. No, we said before, it was no, 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 no. We, 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 the question we the Mashah asked was, if it was not disrespectful, we also said by um, Elio yes. that Agudshbachu agreed. So if he agreed afterwards, in which way? Why, why was yes. it disrespectful? Oh, it's, 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 we said because it was said in the way of a complaint. Instead of sort of stating a fact, it was stated in such a way that it was a complaint, and that was a disrespectful part. But what he actually said was true, because Hashem answered after and said, I agree with you, you're quite right. And this, inter- this um, interjection by Moshe Beinu, given a hint from Hashem, yeah. um, was, was not ultimately disrespectful, or was it disrespectful? I'm now confused. No, no, no. That part is not the disrespectful. No, 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 no. But what, here, the, here the Gemara is saying something else. Lech Raid means, I don't need you as a leader anymore, because yeah. the only reason I made you a leader was yeah. for Kladisrael. Now that Kladisrael has sinned, I don't need you. And that was a hint. Yeah, no, no, no. That wasn't the hint. But afterwards, the next possible is, Hereth me men of Ashmidim. If you release me, if you let go of me, I will kill them. But in other words, if you hold on to me and you dab them for them, I will, I, I won't. So what does Heref Mimeni mean? Release me. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't have him in a lock, in a, you know, in a sort of an arm lock or anything like that. So it was indicating to him that it's down to you, it's in, it's up to, he's got it in within his power to, to daven, and therefore that's why he daven, because originally when Agashmaka said to him, I have no need for you as a leader, says, he wasn't, he wasn't able to speak. He, he sort of had the wind taken out of him, he couldn't even speak. But as soon as that posseg afterwards, Agashmaka indicated to him that it is up to him to speak, so he did. And now it gives a moshal, another moshal. Moshal, lamelech, shekasabonai. A, this is a marshal to a king who became very upset with his son. He was, he was giving him a good beating. 
right? I know this is not PC to, to say these things, but that's how it is. It's only a Moshal in any case, didn't happen. And the king's friends sat there. Who said a Moshal didn't happen? What? Where does it say no, that? No, it's a Moshal. It, it doesn't it, mean it, that it didn't happen. Of course it is. It's not a story. It's, a story. it's a Moshal. Well, it's, whenever it's, we say a Moshal, yeah, that means no, it's not. it doesn't yeah. No, a Moshal yeah. is. I'll give you an example. Oh, really? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, you make up a story. To you make up a story. Really? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, oh. okay, okay. I'm sorry. So what happened was the king's friend was sitting there and he was watching the father beat his son but he was scared to say anything to the king in the defence of the son of the prince. Omar Melech, the king, said to the prince You know, were it not for for, for, for my friend who's sitting there watching, I'd kill you. That's what he said to his son. Lovely dad, eh? (laughs) Right? He said, I would have killed you. Oh, so, so in other words, also by saying that, Omar, so the friend said to himself, this matter is dependent on me. In other words, he said clearly, if I wasn't sitting there and watching it, he would have killed him. So in other words, obviously he's got a little bit of respect for the friend that he's not going that far. So he said, ah, so now it's down to me. Immediately he arose and he saved the prince. Right? It's just a model of, of what happened with Moshe Rabbeinu and Hashem. That carries on a little bit. So Hashem says, this is all in this week's parasha. Release me. And my anger will flare against them. In other words, I will annihilate them. In other words, he's saying he will kill all the Kalal Yisrael for the ego for what they did. And I will make you into a great nation. What he meant to say was, yeah, Hakashbach was telling Moshe Rabbeinu that if he allows him, he will destroy Israel, and he will reconstruct a new nation from the children of Moshe Rabbeinu. That's what he, that's what he was saying, right? Now that that's what that posit means. I will kill kill out Israel. The but you, your children and thing, your your the descendants will will. will, will we start off a new nation with your descendants. So now it says again, but Hanichali. Hanichali means let me go, release me. So what does it mean? Omra bavol emole mitra kosov ef If this ver only because this posik is written, otherwise it'd be impossible to say it. This teaches us that Moshe Rabbeinu actually seized Hashem. Like a person who seizes his friend by his garment, got hold of him. And he said before him, I will not release you until you forgive and pardon them. Right? Now, it doesn't really mean that he got hold of Hashem. Hashem is not, is not a person or, or he's got clothes that you can get hold of him. But it's ke'ilu it is, it gives us to understand it's as if, like under normal circumstances, if it, if it would have been a human being, he would have got hold of him and said, I'm not releasing you until you forgive Plal Yisrael. So he spoke like that to Hashem as well. I shall make you into a great nation. As we said, you, you, the, the nation of Plal Yisrael, as we know now, will be destroyed, but the new Plal Yisrael will come from your descendants. Moshe said to 
If a, 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 a seat, a stool of three legs, meaning a nation which has the zechus of Avraham Yitzchak and Yaakov, it can't stand up before you at the time when you are angry. How much more so a stool only of one leg? In other words, a nation which is only supported by Moshe Rabbeinu's chuz, how much more so they won't be able to survive? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to destroy the people, and they came, what about the chuz that they came from Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov? Obviously that doesn't help. So if that doesn't help, what will, you know, what will it help if there's chuz of one person? And you can't add him onto the three no, because that's finished. That part of Klal Yisrael is finished and destroyed, and we're starting a new one. And the schus of Moshe Rabbeinu is only one. The Lyards are not only that. I, I'm embarrassed in front of my forefathers, because now they will say, in other words, if I would agree to displace the, the Klal Yisrael and put my own descendants in, as it's the start of a new nation, then they will say, Bikish Gedullah La'atzmai, Moshe Rabbeinu, he wanted the leadership for himself, La'bikish Alem Rachamim, and he didn't ask Hashem for mercy on their behalf, because he was happy for it to continue from his descendants, and he didn't want that. So that's why he said, for two reasons, I, I cannot agree to what you are suggesting. In other words, Hashem suggested... Let go of me and I will destroy Klal Yisrael and will make a new generation coming from your descendants. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, no, first of all I can't agree to it because if, if somebody with a schus of three, a stool of three, Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov will not be able to stand up to you, Akko Moshe Rabbeinu. And second of all, they will, they will attack me and say, listen, why didn't you dub them for Klal Yisrael? You only did it in order that, for, for, for your own purposes, for that, that your children could be the continuation of Klal Yisrael. I'm not sure whether we should stop here now or, 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 or carry on because it's a new it's a new thing now. Can I ask a, a yes. question? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Why didn't Moshe Benu say, I love Bene Yisrael and if they're destroyed, um, it's as if I am destroyed. In other words, the, the, the reasons you gave are a bit negative. If the, if the others isn't, are insufficient, then, you know, there's no point in me becoming, I won't survive. And also the second argument, um, being that, um, that there'd be a kind of nepotism, yeah? Yeah. But they're negative reasons. Why doesn't he mention the positive reasons? Well, because, you see, Hashem, what, what does the Pesach actually say? Hanicholi, release me, I am going to destroy them. So he answers to that, if you're going to destroy them, and i.e. the schus of Avram, Yitzhak and Yaakov hasn't helped them enough, but you're going to destroy them, yes. how much more so if they only come from one person? No, so, they would, so, so the answer is, you're asking a question, why, why is it not considered negative? Because he was just answering to the point that Hashem made about destroying them. He was dealing with that point. It has to put negative arguments. Yeah, because he's yeah, because he's dealing he's dealing with that puzzle. Yeah. Can I ask you another question? I'm reading through the Stone Homage, fascinating all the different protim, why it wasn't such a terrible raid, why everyone didn't do something wrong. And all the all the the Rambam, everybody says that they didn't want to destroy another 
um, uh, they didn't want to worship another god because Moshe didn't come down. That's right. They wanted something to replace yeah. Moshe. Yeah. So from here, all the things I want to destroy you, they didn't do something so terrible. So well, why? Why? Well, well you know, if you read the Stone Homage, all the sorry, the, the, funda- the fundamental thing yeah. is Hydazara. No, but they and didn't. No, no, they wasn't. If you look at the Rambam, it was purely because Moshe didn't come down. Yeah, yeah. They wanted someone to replace Moshe. With what? With, with, what? Yeah. with what? Yeah, but the not a deity, is, not a deity, no, a, a, a symbol, a symbol, a symbol. No, but the question is, the question is, if Moshe Rabbeinu didn't come down, because it was a question mark, he was both, they worked it out when he should yeah. come down, and he yeah. didn't come down, yeah, yeah. and then the Sotan yeah. showed a, a coffin in the sky, and all the rest of it sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But if your leader doesn't come down, what do you do? You appoint another leader. You say, Aaron you're sure yeah. should be the leader. Aaron, Aaron should be the leader. Yes. Whatever, you're, but you appoint him as a leader. Oh. What do you make a, a, an eagle, a golden eagle? Yeah, what, but the eagle wasn't a god. I understand. It's a nice No, no, why do you do that? Yeah, it's very good. That's a question. Okay, very good, very good. Very good. The bigger, que- I, the bigger question, because how did it all come about? Because it was advice that Aaron Cohen gave them. Bring me your gold and see what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As it were. That's, That's right. Yeah, yeah. But he, he was playing, the Russia says, he was playing for time. Because yeah, he hoped by the time they would yeah. bring it, they wouldn't bring it. One of my and they tore it off. What did it say? They, they, so they tore, the, tore yeah, it off yeah. their wives' one ears. Of my, one of my timers, again, I'm going into the people, certain people do something wrong, Rabbonim, whatever. I'm not going to for individuals, but Hashem forgave Aaron. Hashem forgave Aaron for all the sins yes. and all the terrible, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we castigate Rabbonim, r- 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 throw them out, put them into the wilderness, no job again. We were not a people of forgiveness. No, we're so quick to condemn people. We're so quick to condemn and ruin it's lives and everything. And and in here, the biggest of era, Aaron was the next day the lead and everything. And we're so quick to throw people to that. And I visited both of them yesterday. I will just tell you in one Sorry? sentence. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I will just, right. right. just tell you in one <laughs> sentence. In next week we will learn very interesting because yesterday we lined via Hal. Danny. Danny, listen to this. Can, can I just say one thing? Yes, sorry. Leste, we learned Vayachal. So the question is, why Vayachal, Vayachal Moshe means he davened. Yeah. So the question the Gemara has got for next week is, why do we not use the word Vayasbalel, which is the normal word? Yeah. And there are five reasons, and in Mitzvah we will go through those Excellent. five reasons next week. Excellent. Right. I just